0: Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's topic, 70 missing pages of the Condon Report. That's correct. We're talking about those 70 missing pages. And this article comes to us from theblackvault.com. Now, if you haven't been to theblackvault.com site, you should. This is a treasure trove of information. And Mr. Greenwall has posted some really good stuff here He's also posted a video attached to this where he talks about what we're talking about in this podcast, actually. But I'm going to try to get into it just a little more in-depth. You can find the link at the Twitter account, UFO Warning, going there by at Warning sub UFO. Or just finding it online. Don't forget to follow. The article was published, I believe, in May. And the title says, Astronaut UFO Sightings Mysteriously Recovered. From government UFO study, here they are. And it has a picture of a couple of the astronauts that actually cited what they reported as UFOs. It says, for 22 years, from 1947 to 1969, the United States Air Force ran a trifecta of UFO research programs known as Project Sign, Grudge, and Blue Book. The public is most familiar with the latter of the three, undoubtedly due to the success of a History Channel series. Of a History Channel series by the same name. However, lesser known to the non-UFO aficionados is why those studies ended. That was due to a near fifteen hundred-page report generated by what was known as the Condon Committee which convened from 1966 to 1968 at the University of Colorado to evaluate whether the further study of UFOs was worth it. Now, a lot of you folks listening, being UFO aficionados yourself, probably realized that what was going on here was the deep state, U.S. military, whatever you want to call it, was just probably willing to wrap this stuff up the country had really been caught up in a lot of UFO sightings, people had started to notice stuff. And people were reporting it, and they were talking about it. Of course, at that time, you didn't have the Internet. At that time, you didn't even have cheap long-distance phone calls. I mean, it would cost you... The whole communication thing just didn't exist the way it did. And people, as a result, were looking to authority figures to explain these strange things they saw in the sky. And they probably had become a bit of a burden. To the military and undoubtedly they were wanting to put this thing behind them. Now it says it says <clears throat> spoiler alert they concluded that UFOs were not worth the time when actually what they really concluded was that it wasn't worth the time dealing with all of these messy reports with these emotionally agitated people who had seen these things and couldn't explain them. And quite frankly, I think that the public was getting a little tired of hearing that every single UFO seen out there was swamp gas. The article continues, However, something strange has happened to that report over the years. A chunk of it went missing within the main government agency that disseminates it. Well, isn't that interesting? People started trying to get a hold of this report and there were missing pages. Imagine that. I'm surprised. I can't believe it. A government agency would withhold information from the public and not even bother telling anyone? That doesn't make any sense. It goes on and says, this is the story. And then it has some links here and it He goes on and explains, okay, in the video uh, Greenwald does, and I'll get to this in just a little bit. He explains that out of this 1,500-page report, there was a small section consisting of approximately mm, 71 pages that readers had tracked down. Now, he released the Condon Report, and as he states, he didn't even notice it himself. He did the FOIA request. This, of course, is many years later, and now it's all electronically stored. And it turns out that 71 pages of the original report are missing. So Greenwall does what he does best, and he just goes on a hunt like a bird dog, and he finds the stuff, and he does the folio work, and he gets it. And guess what those 71 pages deal with, specifically? <laughs> Those 71 missing pages that have been missing this whole time until Greenwald got them for us. And by the way, link them them to this article that I posted. So you can go to ufowarning.com, click on the link to to blackvault.com's article, and you'll see it right there. And you can go look at the 71 pages yourself. I downloaded them just now in Adobe. It's amazing. Those 71 pages specifically deal with sightings of UFOs by astronauts. Wow. What a coincidence. All those years, those things have been missing. And those 71 pages deal with UFO sightings reported by astronauts. Wow. I mean, can anybody think of a single reason that the government would want to hide the fact that astronauts have seen UFOs while in space and that they were so uh, unsure of what they saw that they reported it? Kind of hard to write that off as the planet Venus or swamp gas when the guy flying your space rocket is telling you, Hey, I saw something and I can't explain it. Now there are several different uh, reports on there, and Mr. Greenwall brings this one up in particular, which I want to talk about right now. And then, uh, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, we'll go over some of the other reports that are listed here because they are, quite frankly, interesting. Now, this one in particular is found on page one. Excuse me, on page three o seven. And uh, these go from like 268 to 315 or something. I don't know. It's it's 70 pages worth. Download it. Just go to UFO Warning on Twitter. Do a follow while you're there, and then go to that link from the BlackVault.com, and you can and you can link these yourself and look and read them yourself. They're fascinating reading. It says right here. It says Gemini astronaut McDivitt. Now I believe this is James McDivitt. Observation of a cylindrical object, with a pro, with a protuberance, with a protuberance, protuberance. Uh, this is the exact language written here. Gemini one astronaut McDivitt observation of a cylindrical object with a protuberance. Gemini four astronaut. Excuse me. Gemini one astronaut McDivitt. Observation of a moving bright light at a higher level than the Gemini spacecraft. Get that, at a higher level. It shouldn't have been a booster rocket, then, should it? Gemini 7 astronaut Borman saw what he referred to as a bogey flying in formation with the spacecraft. Gemini 4 cylindrical object with protuberance. Astronaut McDivitt described seeing at 3CST on June 4th, 1965, a cylindrical object that appeared to have arms sticking out, a description suggesting a spacecraft with an antenna. Now, as Mr. Greenwald pointed out, when you stop and think about this thing, people showed him, and people got back to him and said, Hey, do you know what that sounds like to me? That sounds like this tic-tac thing that Freever saw with the antennae sticking at the bottom of the craft, this 40-foot oblong tic-tac-shaped thing, this cylindrical UFO. And guess where this sighting by McDivitt occurred? Greenwald informs us that it was about the same exact location as the tic-tac sighting. Imagine that. think these things have been around a while? Maybe. It says Gemini four cylindrical object... With protuberance, astronaut McDivitt describes seeing at 3 CST on June 4, 1965 a cylindrical object that appeared to have arms sticking out. Descriptions suggesting a spacecraft with an antenna. Quote, I had a conversation with astronaut McDivitt on the 3rd of October 1967 about the sighting and reproduce here my summary of the conversation. McDivitt saw a cylindrical-shaped object with an antenna-like extension. The appearance was something like the second phase of a Titan, not necessarily implying that it actually was what he saw. It was not possible to estimate its distance, but it did have angular extension. That is, it did not appear as a point. It gave a white or silvery appearance as seen against the day sky. The spacecraft was in free drifting flight somewhere over the Pacific Ocean. One still picture was taken, plus some movie exposure on black and white film. The impression was not that the object was moving parallel with the spacecraft, but rather that it was closing in, and that it was nearby. The reaction of the astronaut was that it might be necessary to take action to avoid a collision the object was lost to view when the when the sun shone on the window which was rather dirty he tried to get back he tried to get back the tried to get the object back into view by maneuvering so the sun was not on the window but was not able to pick it up again when they landed the film was sent <clears throat> was sent from carrier to land and was not and was not seen again by McDevitt for 4 days. The NASA photo interpreter had released three or four pictures, but McDivitt says that the pictures released were definitely not of the object he had seen. <laughs> His personal inspection of the film later revealed that he, that what he had seen although he although the quality of the image and at the blown-up point was such that the object was seen only hazily against the sky. But he feels that a positive identification had been made. Well, can you read between the lines? The astronauts saw the UFO. It was a cylinder shape, a tic-tac shape, just like just like was seen by the uh, navy pilot. And what did he do? Well, he did what he's supposed to do. He took pictures of it. He took pictures of the UFO. And what happened to those pictures? Well, they sent those pictures to NASA. And what did they tell you happened there? Well, they had a photo interpreter look at it. Excuse me, a photo interpreter? I don't have to be an interpreter to know what I see. And what did they give the astronaut back? What pictures they showed? This is comical. This is comical when you think about it. This astronaut, the guy flying your spaceship, he says, hey, I saw a UFO and I took some pictures of it. He took the pictures and the pictures are gone for a few days. we got to doctor them up a little bit. The deep state is really good at that. They're really good at taking evidence and then altering that evidence so it fits their narrative. And you can just shut up. And that's what they did. They took those pictures, okay, and then they brought that astronaut in there like he was some kind of a trained monkey because that's what they thought of him and they said oh look at the pictures you took and he said i didn't take those pictures it's not what i saw this is a blurry mess i saw a spaceship i saw a ufo man and they're like no you didn't no you didn't you just shut up and go on home and have your parade now we've got your pictures pal but you ain't never going to see them because that's how they work What's it go on to say here? It says, It is McDivitt's opinion that the object was probably some unmanned satellite. NORAD made an investigation of possible satellites and came up with the suggestion that the object might have been Pegasus, which was about 1,200 miles away at the time. Yeah, that sounds likely. That sounds really freaking likely. The astronaut looks out the window. He sees a UFO coming at them, and he's worried about a collision. But they're telling him that it's a Primitive satellite that's twelve hundred miles away. You think? No, I don't. The NORAD Computers' facilities determination of the distance from the from the GF1 to other known objects in space at the time of the astronaut McDermott sighting yielded the following tabulation, and then they give us a wonderful little chart to cloud the waters even further. This is amazing. It, the article does go on here for a little ways. It says it says here a preliminary identification of the object as Pegasus is suspect. When fully extended, Pegasus has a maximum dimension of 20.4, the print here is pretty rough, 29.3 meters. So you're looking at what, 90 feet, 100 feet, which corresponds to one twentieth minute, of arc at a distance of 2,000 kilometers. This is much too small an angular extension for the astronaut of the craft to be resolved, and this does not agree with the description of arms sticking out. Later in the mission, Pegasus, it was a much more favorable distance, and then it goes on and talks about this. It says, The 10 objects in addition to Pegasus in the NORAD list were all considerably greater distance away, from, C, from GT4 then, uh, then an admittedly crude estimate of 10 miles, made by McDivitt, and were of the same or smaller size than Pegasus Say They would not appear to be likely candidates for the object cited by the astronaut. Gemini 4, moving bright light higher than spice, than spacecraft. Okay, that, then it goes on the next one here. So basically what we've found here from this, just is just one, there are many more of these, and this is page 53. If you go to uh, the Twitter site, UFO Warning, and you link there to the Greenwald, uh, blackvault.com article, top one posted, and you go to the link down at the bottom of that page where it shows you where you can link to these missing pages that Greenwald has rounded up for us, and you go to page... Uh, 52 of 71, that's where this starts at. So you download this on your computer or your phone or whatever, and you go to page 52 of 71. It's about two-thirds of the way through. And that is where the McDivitt sighting comes up. Before that, the Glenn sighting comes up. And we'll talk about that at another time. But 71 pages, okay, with multiple astronaut sightings. And this is just one of them. And this just shows you the cover-up involved. Here we are. Here we are. What, 55 years later, and we're just now talking about this stuff. 55 years. I can't imagine why anybody thinks that these people would ever give us disclosure. I'm shocked that this stuff is coming out right now. I think it's coming out because they just don't care anymore. They feel as though they've got the power, they have the leverage... And so what if the peasants know? Most of them don't care. Most of them are too brain brain dead to even notice. And the ones that do care, well, well, you've already got them all labeled as conspiracy theorists. But the thing I want to drive home is this. This is 1965. This is this astronaut. He's here in near space. He sees this UFO. He reports it. It's clear to me that the pictures that NASA showed him were not the pictures that he took. Step one of the cover-up. The guy comes out and says, no, those aren't. That's not, the, that's not what I saw. In other words, you're not showing me the pictures I took. Then they muddy the water a little bit more. Well, it could have been this Pegasus satellite. And they even go through the math here and prove that it's not possible that that's what he saw. And this is 1965, so there's not a ton of space junk up there. They list the other nine things that NORAD says could have been up there that he could have seen, and they exclude every single one of them, just using simple math. They still haven't explained what the guy saw. The closest thing that we can say that he saw is, is as Greenwald points out, it looks just like that Tic Tac that showed up in the Navy video from a couple years ago, and it's in the same place. Mind-boggling mind-boggling how they could set on this stuff for fifty years. While they're calling people who have had encounters and abductions and sightings or whatever, while they're calling those people crazy, they know they know dang well their own astronauts have seen this stuff and reported it. That's what's so frustrating about this. Is that the very people that know that know beyond a doubt this stuff is real And they know it's real because they're covering up. They know it's real because they're interpreting the photos. I don't need them to interpret the photos. Just show us the photos as they were taken. How about a little bit of transparency, a little bit of honesty? This is what we're totally lacking in this relationship between ourselves as the taxpaying public and the government agencies that are supposed to be in charge of our space exploration. Fascinating read. Take a look at it. Like I said, go to the Twitter account, UFO Warning. Look at the Black Vault site. Follow those links and read those pages, man. It's worth your time. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.